있어. That's gotta go in at the beginning. Yeah. Near the end. <laughs> this is the first time we recorded in 2017. Yeah, it is. You know yeah. what I was thinking? Huh? We'll get into it in the podcast because okay. I I, I want to like tease it a bunch. All right. Our big event. Oh yeah. All right. So. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Basement Dwellers. This is Gregory Gill. I'm Cody Harder. And I don't know what episode number we're on. 17, I think. Uh, probably. Uh, Although we've, we're probably really up to like 20 or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, numbered episodes. We're up to 17. Yeah. Uh, do a little <clears throat> quick little stitcher check. Do some research. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I should know this because I'm the one that names and edits and yeah. everything, but... Pretty sure it's seventeen because the last one was with Marshall. Marsha. Uh, Marsh. That really sounded like I said Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> no, uh, so episode sixteen, Two Great Tastes, was uh with Marshall from Always Bet on Geek. And uh so yeah, this is seventeen. First huh. This is seventeen of seventeen. 17 the first time we've recorded in twenty seventeen. Uh, uh. I got too happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> Cody's playing with some sigh. Probably going to knock something over. Probably. <laughs> I wish we had a camera in here, man. People would be like, look at this moron. I, did, I wanted to be politically correct. I didn't want to say it. Yeah. Look, look uh, at this moron. <laughs> like dancing around. Oh, too. man. So, Did you tape this up yourself? No, it, it was came like that. Oh. Yeah. The black and gold. You were wondering because of Iowa, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I bought them like that. So, uh, lots uh, happened since the last time we recorded. It's been since November-ish. Really? November? November. Dude, that seems like so far away. Yeah, because it was. I know it was before my birthday. Yeah. Well, so, excuse me. Lots well, happened. What's happened to you? Well, um really big thing happened he had <laughs> he had a turkey i had a turkey <laughs> and we were bowling and i got a turkey gobble gobble <laughs> but no. on christmas <laughs> <laughs> so um no i uh as many of you know um uh my 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 baby's here yeah I, a little my, violet little violet jean marie she's all born day before christmas christmas eve was her birthday and Oh man, that was a hell of a yeah, hell of an experience. A couple couple days, uh, really interesting <laughs> there. Yeah, really a yeah. couple interesting days. That uh, that Friday, she uh, Lacey goes uh, goes in for one of her doctor checkups, and um, doctor's like, "All right, well, your blood pressure is really high, so we're gonna send you over to labor and delivery." And then she calls me up. I'm I'm working with Greg and. Uh, she calls me up. She's like, "Hey, uh, they're sending me over to labor and delivery, so I had to drive him back to his car <laughs> so he could go and be she with was, his wife." Yeah, she was just like, "I just want to let you know." I was like, "Well, do you need me up there? Because I'll be, I'm coming. I'm gonna be coming up there." And she's like, "Well, it's not that big of a deal." They said they're just gonna be monitoring me for a little bit, so um, you don't have to. I just wanted to let you know. I was like, "Well, I'll, I'll be up there. I'm coming because I." my luck is you know i'll be 
we'll be finishing up work and she's like yep <laughs> i'm having a baby <laughs> yeah and so. it was a friday route for me so it was pretty short and like yeah. we'd worry about an hour in yeah i only had about an hour left yeah but by the time i got up there um i was saying she was already there for about 45 minutes and then i get up there um the total time she spent in the ob- observation room was probably about three hours and the nurse comes in and she's like well everything's starting i can hear that dude <laughs> <laughs> i'm swinging around a butterfly knife um <laughs> <laughs> sorry you're playing up the sigh i felt like left out on martial arts type stuff so well that's not really martial arts it's just what jeff says it is <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right <laughs> fucking send it oh <laughs> crap uh where was i what was i talking about uh oh. observation room three hours oh yeah so the nurse comes in and she was uh she's like all right every um everything's starting to look fine you, um you'll probably end up going home tonight so um we were expecting one more test to come back and so at that point we we're like all right as soon as that test comes back, then we're we're gonna be going home. Uh, about fifteen minutes later, the nurse comes in and says the test is back, and she's like, "Guess what? You're being induced tonight." <laughs> and we're like, Which, oh. yeah, like when you left when you left work with me, you're like, I'll let you know what's gonna go on. We're probably not. They're just monitoring her. I'm like, okay, yeah. Shortly after I got home, and it was like four o'clock. They're like, "Yep, being induced." I'm like, "Cool, we'll yeah. be right there." <laughs> So there was um, about a 24-hour period there where, you know, the excitement and everything was just coming through, and we everybody, uh, Greg and his wife were in the delivery room as well. Um, I was in there when the, yeah. Violet. We were we were there visiting. <laughs> My wife was actually in the room yeah. when Violet was born. Yeah, but, um, we kept going back and forth. I was playing bodyguard. And, yeah. <laughs> we uh <laughs> back and forth from the house <laughs> to the hospital. And then um around two AM they ended up shutting off the medication that would induce her. Just because if you have too much of that medicine in you, it kinda fucks with your immune system and everything. So they shut it off and then I believe six o'clock is when they uh ended up turning it back on. <clears throat> and they ran it till about eight and Lacey was not making any progress at all. And it, like, she just, they weren't thinking that, um, she was gonna go naturally. So they were planning a C-section. So fast forward about 12 hours around eight o'clock, she's fully dilated and she's, she's ready to go at any moment. So they're, the turkey timer was out. <laughs> Baby was ready. She's like, hello, world. <laughs> the The oven was done. The bun was cooked. Yeah. She was ready to be And, like, the last, like, if I remember correctly, I don't know. If I go into too much detail, I can go in. Well, I'm not finished with my story yet, okay. fucker. No, I just, I just wanted to say, like, the time it took for her to go from, like, six centimeters to fully dilated was, like, boom, when she's finally yeah. started. Well... Okay, I I wasn't gonna like that's why I said fast forward, <laughs> but now now I kind of want to get into it. So, um, earlier in the morning, they before I get too far, there's three <laughs> doctors involved. 
her main doctor, which was supposed to deliver the baby, uh, never delivered the baby. Put that shit down. Fine. Here, <laughs> put that over there so I'm not playing with it anymore. I can't help it. It's like, got to do something with my hands. So <laughs> there's three doctors involved. The um, the main doctor, her main doctor, was um, he obviously wanted to spend Christmas with his family, which, go ahead. I, I mean, It's Christmas Eve. I, I know you have an obligation with your job, but... You know, spend some time with your family. Because you guys weren't expected until like a week later, right? Yeah. 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 So um, the doctor in the mornings told Lacey, hey, we're going to break your water for you um, because that should make things go a little faster because she wasn't dilated, dilating past a three. She was at a three from about three o'clock Friday, and then she went through her induction, and nothing like the whole time friday night she never the whole night friday she was just stuck at a three and then at um 6 a.m or 8 a.m after they turned it back on uh she showed no progress she was still at a three so the nurse or the doctor was like we're gonna break your water for you um it'll speed up the process and Lacey didn't want to do it and i'm just like babe just do it because these doctors and nurses know what they're talking about and they're not going to put you or the baby in harm's way. <clears throat> so, um, they break her water and then around noon, they come in and check her again and she's dilated up to a four, which was really good. Yeah. And then after, let's see, after four, they came in, I want to say like, like three or three o'clock, three thirty. Checked her again. She was at a six. So that's a lot of fast progress. Yeah, and it it, it happened pretty quickly. And then uh, they switched out doctors. Her doctor ended up coming in and checking her again around oh six thirty seven o'clock. <clears throat> yeah, it was about and, that time. And there was about a, another shift change coming up around there too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, doctor comes in. He just got out of church, and he's like, uh, he checks Lacey out, and is like, "Well, you're about at an eight, but you're not effaced yet. You're not fully effaced, which is when your um your the female area gets thinned out for the baby to easily yeah. pass through. So he's like, it, it'll be another few hours, and the baby's still really high, so we're actually probably still going to be having to do a C-section." So he was just ready to get yeah. like, he just wanted to cut and run because yeah. literally cut and run because, you know, yeah. it's Christmas it, it Eve was, at yeah. well, seven o'clock. And essentially that's what he did. So at about eight o'clock, eight fifteen, the nurse decides to come in and uh, check Lacey up because we were getting ready to push for baby. So um, she was going to check Lacey, make sure she was ready. So Lacey's, uh, the nurse is like, I, I need you to do two practice pushes for me. This will tell us if you're ready to actually push or not. So Lacey pushes once, and the nurse is like, okay, hold on. Just a minute. And <laughs> she's like, all right, I need you to do one more practice push, and then um, we'll see where you're at. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, she, Lacey goes, push. And the nurse is like, oh, girl, you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I take a peek and baby's crowning. So I'm like, oh, shit, we're having a baby. She's here. <laughs> this, this is not even, it's, she's coming. Um, so 
of course our doctor's not there. He's spending time with his family and um they call him and he's trying his damnedest to get up to the hospital. But baby's there, like she's coming out. We need this baby out. Yeah. So uh the nurses go and find uh another doctor who was luckily she just got done with a C section and she was just in the hallway talking with somebody and they like, You you need to come in here please and help us because this baby is coming. She's like right <laughs> out and the doctor comes in and they didn't even put her legs up in the stirrup. And the doctor comes in, had enough time to put the gloves in the and catch the on, baby, and was like, "All right, um, don't cough. We're we're gonna adjust you here and whatever." And they adjusted her, and by this time they realized that first the umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck. Uh, she was so far down in the birth canal, she wasn't getting the supply that she needed. So her heart rate went from one fifty eight to forty. Not 140, two, just 40. 40. So real, 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 it real was, low. It was getting dangerous. And <clears throat> so um, the doctor says, all right, push. And then Lacey just kind <coughs> of, and, and she was out. She was out. They took, took her over to the incubator. NICU came in, made, you know, did a couple chest compressions, made sure everything was okay. Obviously, they got her separated from the umbilical cord first. Yeah. But, <laughs> so they got her separated, um, took her into the incubator. First time I heard her cry, oh, I started, I started tearing up. I look over at Christina, and she's like, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to cry now because there's no baby here. And <laughs> Christina's my wife. Yeah, yeah. And then for those that don't well, listen, well, that this, much. yeah, this whole time, like, I think Christina and me cried more than Lacey did because she didn't know what the hell was going on yeah she this whole time she's laying in bed and she's just like all right what do you want me to do <laughs> stop doing every just stop because baby's here <laughs> you don't need to do no more not yet at least and soon um like three minutes later Eastman comes back comes in um most of the room had cleared out by then and Eastman comes in delivers the placenta and he's just like having fun with it and he's just <laughs> look at it yeah that's the placenta that's the baby side and that's your side <laughs> okay we didn't really care but <laughs> we just had the baby and he stitched her up she didn't have but like two stitches put in and um yeah it was just amazing the uh of course the first night we let them take her to the nursery yeah so mom and dad could get some sleep <laughs> and then because at this she, point you guys have been in the hospital for over 24 hours yeah it, it's it was officially 24 hours she came around eight thirty three is is what they were um kind of guessing because everything happened so fast they couldn't really have an exact time so they're just like <laughs> 833 is when she yeah. came out so uh literally it was like I wasn't too far off of my ten oh three, except it was the night before. Yeah, too far off. I was closer than you. I said Christmas Day around midnight. Yeah, not midnight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Christmas Eve or at midnight. Midnight. So Christmas Day morning, twelve a.m. Yeah. Anyways, oh, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm I'm a father now, and it's Yay. been it's been awesome. That's, She's. Yeah, it's, She's almost a month old now. A month old now, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's awesome for you guys. Congratulations again, you uh, know. Yeah, thanks. Oh, man. It, I mean, look, I'll keep saying you guys were huge helps. Yeah. I mean, the whole time, 
just being there emotionally and physically for you for yeah. uh <laughs> helping with our dog. So Oh, he's a and, pain in the ass. I about murdered him. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Your dog was good. <laughs> After yeah, dealing know, with my he's... dog, your little dog is nothing. Like, oh. Dude, I just want to like punt that motherfucker sometimes. <laughs> Not <him>. really, though. <laughs> we don't want PETA on us. Okay. They I, might be I would never do it, but I want to do it. There's a difference <laughs> between wanting to do it and actually going through hey, with hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Remember when we were talking about me a little like oh, a year ago? Wanting to kick my cat, and my cat ran away. So you might want to watch out. But I don't think he be... runs away all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'd be too heartbroken if your dog ran and just decided not to come back. I would. Yeah, I, I'd miss him. He's an asshole. I'll give it. I'll, like, I'll say it. I'll say it. the motherfucker is an asshole. But his name's he, Chewy. He's yeah. He's <laughs> about the size of a slipper. Yeah, he he's got the fucking personality of Chewbacca. I tell you that. That's yeah. what we named his name yeah. is Chewbacca. Yeah, but Chewy. For but we call him Chewy for short. Not because of the granola bars, but because of yeah. Chewbacca. Yeah, and he, he loves the baby. He's uh he's all over, makes sure she's all safe and everything, but God, he gets in her face and <laughs> licks it, and I know his breath just stinks. Like, uh, dude, it drives her crazy. It drives me crazy watching him, because I'm like, you fucker. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, new daddy. New daddy. <laughs> And I bet at some point tonight, whenever we record, the uh, faint cries of Violet will might be heard. So your baby will have an appearance on the podcast. Uh-huh. She's gonna be heard by the world. <sighs> you, she's gonna be famous before me famous. Before yeah. I get famous, everybody's gonna be like, "Oh my god, you gotta hear this!" All baby four cry. people. She's really small. <laughs> by the way, she came out. She was uh, nineteen inches, nineteen and a half inches long. And what what they say about six and a half yeah. pounds, six uh, one, pounds five ounces or something well, like that. At one point, did I hear five pounds four ounces? No, no, no. Superman. No, she no was higher. six pounds. Um, <laughs> I know that because because yeah, she ended up losing about she, a pound, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was down to almost uh, five four, I think. S- no, she was six four. I know, but when she wa- lost the weight, I thought she got down to, like, no. F- no? No. What the hell? Why the fuck am I thinking 5'4"? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, what, either either way, she's up to seven pounds now, and she's growing, and she's big, and she's got a hell of a set of lungs on her. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun. I, I like it like, so far. It's only been a month, I hear people, but... like, oh, complain about babies crying. Me, I'm like... I hear it, but like it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and after a while, like the first you get couple used nights, to it. yeah, the first couple nights were were kind of hard because you're like, "What do I do? What do I do? I'm new at this." But like now, a uh, couple weeks in, it's just sometimes she just cries because she wants to cry. Other times, you find out, "Hey, this is her hungry cry," or yeah. "This is her. I'm wet. I need to be changed." <laughs> cry. And pick I mean, me up, you yeah, asshole. I need to be held. Cry. It's sometimes, <laughs> like I said, she just cries to cry. Like you, there's no, she would have a clean diaper on her, and she would have you know a full belly. Like she just got fed, so <laughs> <laughs> four ounces. Gosh, that's crazy. She for her size, she's eating, eating machine. She's eating as much as her uh, cousin eats, and he's you've seen him, yeah, the fucker. Uh, for those who also don't know, my sister just had a kid back in October. So my wife and my sister were pregnant 
within the same time period. <laughs> and she delivered a fucking toddler. This fucker came out to almost 10 pounds. He was a huge kid, and he's just getting bigger. He's chunky and... A little Gosh. soccer ball looking thing. Dude, he I swear he like Lacey puts it the best. He looks like a fucking toddler and he's only two and a half, three months old. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So yeah. But she eats about four ounces and her cousin eats about four ounces. <laughs> She's like, I need ketchup. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, it's no one. Yeah, I was happy to be there for you guys through all of that. You know, anything, anything I can do for you guys. Yeah, it was fun. So thank you for that. I mean, not on top of that. I mean, if it was just me and Lacey, we'd probably just. Well, I mean, she was kind of out of it the most of the night, anyways, <laughs> with all them drugs in her. Seriously, yeah. there's a picture she has, and you can see the the. Uh, what is that? The drip rack or yeah. whatever, and it's just loaded with meds. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> she was, yeah. Well, she had the epidural. She had the um, induction medicine, and, and then she also had uh, magnesium. Magnesium, yeah, because uh, she had high blood pressure. <laughs> yeah, and she could have had a seizure, <laughs> which wouldn't have been good. We know that all too well. For that one night. Yeah. So Friday night, <clears throat> I just kind of skipped past this part, but Friday night at one point um, in the delivery room we had, it was me, um, Lacey. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, Christina, Your Lacey's sis- cousin, and my sister were all in the room. And the nurse comes in because <laughs> Lacey's heart rate was like skyrocketed. And the nurse came in and was like, all right, we're going to have to have people leave now. And we're like, oh, why? Because Lacey's uh, blood pressure is really high, and if it gets any higher, she might have a seizure. And they, <laughs> Yeah, it got like kind of kind of just like serious because like, they came in and put like the padding on her bed in case she yeah. did. So yeah. like the big-ass fucking pads. pads. Oh, my god! I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was a fun time. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, it's still weird. Like when I when I um, talk to people, I'm like, yeah, this is my daughter. That's just that's yeah. hard to say because uh, you know you go fucking 25 years without <laughs> having a kid, and then all of a sudden you're introducing your daughter to people. It's just weird. Like I'm still getting used to like, oh, this is my wife. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Lacey and I just had this conversation on our way here. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I mentioned the same thing about, you know, it's weird to say my daughter, and she's like, you know, it, it even hasn't, it hasn't even hit me yet that, you know, I'm married. And I was yeah. like, yeah. And we kind of just kind of, like, threw our relationship into a marriage. I mean, it really wasn't <laughs> anything. There was no big change. It wasn't like, oh, guess what? We're married now. It was just kind of like, huh. oh, we're married. So this is what it feels like. Just basically like being in a relationship with a but, boyfriend or but a girlfriend, with paper. <laughs> but yeah, the legality of the point of situation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just a, you're rubbing your eye. It was just funny because like you're like trying to be all serious, and you just looked silly as fuck. <laughs> oh shit, my eye's really itchy. I don't know. Is it? I think it could be the fucking. 
dryness in the atmosphere. Yeah. God, it's, but that's so weird because it's been rainy and like oh, really. My driveway is a fucking moist. Mess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, seriously? It was fun getting up here. It was like being in a four-wheeler just kind of like skidding around. I, ha- I have to put my truck in four-wheel drive in order to like to stay straight yeah. on it because oh. you know if it's in two-wheel then it's just the back tires. Yeah. Well, it's pretty cold now so hopefully it, it kind of like yeah. stiffened up. Um, so we don't have to fight that going out, but I don't know. I no. mean, it wasn't too bad getting up here. Just really long. <laughs> well, at, least it's, at least I'm not like on a huge hill. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then I probably would have been like, yo, you're gonna you got to come, come get, get me, me at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm making it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Um, so a while ago I posted on Twitter, some pictures of me finally getting, my office slash recording space set back up after being moved into the house since May. <laughs> <laughs> it's been almost a year. Almost a year. Yeah. And uh, the reason, main reason why I hadn't unpacked for uh, a while is because we originally had this set up in a different room. In a couple months of being in the house, we moved it to this room. So... Like, I had, like, my desk and computer and everything obviously set up, but I hadn't unpacked any of my, like, Star Wars crap or my Steins or any of that stuff. So, I finally, Christina got on my ass <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Motherfucker, you need a clean. <laughs> so, we finally started putting it together. So, I got some uh, pretty big plans for this. Uh, as you see, Cody, I have the shelf above my computer here. Mm-hmm. Once I get everything more finalized and set up and get like everything on the walls that needs to be on the walls. Uh, I plan on putting my webcam up there or looking at getting a, like a better webcam. I'm pretty sure this one will work, but putting it up there and pointing it down to the couch. Quick question. Yeah. What happened to your other shelves? The ones you made. Oh, I left them at the old house. You dig. Those were pretty good. Yeah. You did a pretty good job making those. Yeah, I did. And... Like, the main reason why I left them is I didn't really know the dimensions of the other rooms. So I kind of made those for the for that room. So they stayed there. But, uh, no, I just bought these ones at uh, Menards. They're just, you know, a couple prefabbed boards and some brackets. I just screwed <clears throat> into the wall. And I'm going to make another observation. Yeah. <laughs> the black shelves help my, uh, my vision of you being a Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really helping your situation at all. <laughs> no, but it goes real good of all the Black Series Star Wars boxes. Which you have, like, you have two Kylo Ren's and then multiple Vader paraphernalia and, and a Death Star on top of that. So I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, you know. You 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 were one with the dark side. Yeah, and uh, it's it's awesome though. Hey, I have the Millennium Falcon. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it does because it's. I mean, it, all that tells me is that Han Solo is half good, half bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Star Wars, it's been forever, but just uh oh, Rogue One. Yeah, wrote. I was, I was I was actually gonna say more about uh, Carrie Fisher. Just oh, everyone yeah. knows she's passed. Just wanna 
never knew her personally. Just it, yeah. it was sad. Well, like I said, I'm not big on like you know celebrity, celebrity deaths. deaths because you don't if you don't know them, it may have some sort of impact in on your life. But it, I mean, you don't don't go out of your way and try and like protect their what they stood for because you don't really know yeah but like when carrie fisher passed man that hit me so fucking hard yeah (laughs) i was just like i didn't i didn't think you know a celebrity death could affect me like that and i like i cried i I legitimately cried and then her mom passed away the day after and that was even worse because i'm just like and then they had all the fucking memorial photos of her and her mom together and i just It was sad. <laughs> anyway, so we, I don't want to go into too much of that. Just, I just want to say, you know, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds, just because they were pretty awesome. I mean, you can't really well, say much more than that. A big part of both of our um, childhood. Oh, yeah. I mean, Star Wars. Growing up liking Star Wars, and then... I, I mean, um, Carrie was in Blues Brothers. Yeah, well, I didn't even know that until... I brought it to my attention. Like I, there, there's so many things that Carrie Fisher was in that I didn't even know about. But like I said, like I only knew her through Star Wars. Yeah, or I didn't know her, but I, I've only known of her through Star Wars. I didn't even know she was in. <laughs> I didn't know she was in Jane Silent Bob, Bob Strike, Strike Back, Back until I watched it again uh, a couple of like about right, a week ago now. Yeah, and. She's the nun, the, the nun. <laughs> that picks him up. <laughs> no, and honestly, when I heard Carrie Fisher died, yeah, Star Wars is like quick to come to mind. Mm-hmm. But the one of the first couple things that popped in my mind was her from Jan Silent Bob because I watched that movie just before she passed. Yeah, so that was fresh in my mind. Yeah, I watched it like the week because she had her heart attack when we were in the hospital. Yeah, uh, delivering. The day you guys got in the hospital that Friday, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and then uh, the day after Christmas, Mondays when it came up to be like oh, Carrie yeah, Fisher's out. past, I was like, no, Anyways. but not not the Darth Vader now, <clears throat> no, no, no. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so um. Yeah, Janzo Bob Strikes Back came to mind of her being the nun. But another one that came up to my mind when I heard Carrie passed was she had a very small part in a, a movie called Fanboys. Anyone out there is a Star Wars fan better have seen Fanboys because it's it's an amazing movie, hilarious. Very quick thing is the group of friends want to go see Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace before it comes out in theaters because they find out their best friend has terminal cancer, has a short amount of time to live. <laughs> hey, I wasn't that loud playing with it. <laughs> so they break into the Lucas Ranch to get... Skywalker Ranch. Skywalker Ranch. Luke... Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Uh, so they break in to get the plans so their friend can see it before he b- dies of cancer. Um... During it, he, the guy who has cancer, ends up in a hospital, and they need, they're trying to break him out of the hospital. Carrie Fisher's the nurse. She's like, no, I'm sorry. Can't let you go. They explain to her everything that's going on, and the guy who has cancer just grabs her and is like, you're my only hope. She goes, no. She's like, you're, yeah, he says, like, you're my own. I'm getting goosebumps. 
he says like please you're you're our only hope and she's like okay you can go then he says i love you and she goes i know you gotta know (laughs) yeah okay that that writing is pretty like it's cliche but it's it's so like it, it's such an homage to her character yeah, in star but, wars yeah, but you gotta think when she read the script she's probably like are you kidding are me, you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway so um so yeah that's a little i don't want to go too far into carrie fisher um yeah i don't want to make me cry again yeah seriously like she her death really made me cry. I, I'm like, I'm, I think I'm more dumb, dumbfounded the fact that I actually cried over it versus the fact that she's she's gone. God, now I feel like a douche. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, on to happier notes. I saw right at Chili Peppers last night. Woo! That, oh, did they sing uh, "Danny California"? No, they didn't. Was it all their new shit then? No. They did like ninety five percent older stuff that you would know, and then they did a couple of their new Water songs. Under the bridge. Un- under under the bridge. Let me say, possibly that was the first time I've ever was actually drunk at a concert. <laughs> you don't remember? <laughs> I, I I remember a lot, but it was just such an amazing show <laughs> that everything kind of just ran together. Um, they did uh, Californication. Uh, snow. Snow. <laughs> um, they did uh, suck my kiss, <laughs> which I've never seen them live before, so it blew my mind when they were singing "suck my kiss." Everyone was yelling "suck my dick." Oh, and that's the actual lyrics of the song, but because of radio, they could only say "suck my kiss." Yeah, and on the CD they say "suck my kiss," but in concerts they say "suck my dick." Uh. I was looking for like a napkin or something, oh. but it's okay. Um. <laughs> uh, so they also did, they encored, I think, one of one of their newer songs. And then the the final song they did was uh, give, it, uh, give It Away Now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. And for being guys in their mid-50s, they can fucking rock. They're not in their 50s, are they? Yeah, they are. The lead singer is like 53, 54. No shit. Flea's. Oh, dude, Flea? All over the fucking stage with the bass. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like. I swear he's fucking on he, something, but he's not. <laughs> he, he looks like it, <laughs> yeah. too. Because, like, he, he got on the microphone a couple times and just like. And they had, like, the cameras, obviously, and his just face is just like. He looked like he was tweaked out, but obviously he wasn't. Or he could have been. I don't know. He could have been. He could have been. But they all have like mustaches, which it was <laughs> I weird. Know, I know Anthony does. Uh, Anthony's his name. Right? Yeah. Anthony, what? Uh, um, anyways, but yeah, he. No, he's had no one flea. For a while. Flea had a mustache last night too, and I'm like, I've never seen him with a mustache before. He's always been like shaved. He even yeah. had some hair. He did. He wasn't even a shaved head. He had some. He had pure like white gray hair and a white gray mustache. I'm like. Oh, dude. Um, oh, I want to listen to that song again. Sorry. I was trying to show. I'll, I'll let you get back, but I get just sidetracked. Um, I tried to. I was trying to show Lacey a song from one of my favorite, like, Christian rappers slash artists. And um, 
we just recently went over our, our data, so it's slowed down, so we can uh, watch the video on YouTube. Anyways, go ahead. Um, no, but their lights were amazing. I'll have to show you the video, Cody, mm-hmm. because above the crowd on the floor, there is probably thousands of these. They look like candles that were suspended from the ceiling, and... They were hooked up to a pulley system. Every single individual light was hooked up to a pulley system, so they dropped down in like waves and different like geometric, geo- <laughs> different geometric <laughs> patterns, and like yes. do different lights and stuff. And it was really, it was really awesome. And uh, one one song that they did do that I really loved, and I'm glad they did, was uh, "Adventures of Rain Dance Maggie." Oh yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Uh, I like that song. I'm not a big fan of some of their newer stuff, though. I mean, I think uh, Stadium Arcadium was probably the album that I... Stadium Arcadium was the album that I actually got into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. And then I started listening to all their older stuff. I can hear baby. Baby, <laughs> baby crying right there. But... <laughs> um. I think after Stadium Arcadium, it's just when I was just, I can't, I couldn't listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers anymore, and they just kind of got old and overplayed because Z ninety eight plays yeah plays them all the fucking time. I gotta say, so, that was an amazing concert. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm not trying to knock knock on them. I'm just saying, like now I can't I can't listen to them on the radio. <laughs> yeah, and. One concert I'm going to in June that I'm super fucking stoked oh, about God. is oh, Nick Cave. God. Yeah, I, I like and like because Nick Cave is from Australia and he hardly hardly ever tours in the U.S. Sad, really sad side note. Uh, the tour he's on now is the first time he's been on tour since before 2015 because his son died. He fell off a cliff like while uh, hiking. Yeah, his son fell off a cliff while hiking, and he hadn't like performed live since then. In two thousand, sorry, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> <laughs> so in two thousand fifteen, his son died. He hadn't performed live at all since then, and then this past September, he released a new album with some pretty good like music going back to this kind of like darker, more emotional earlier stuff, and. Come to and I didn't realize that it was kind of like a tribute type thing for his son, but there was also a documentary that re- got released at the same time called One More Time with Emotion, which I need to check that out because I guess like it was just like sweeping all of the festivals, like it was winning a shit ton of rewards and was on the awards. Awards. What did I say? Rewards. Same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but uh, so, anyways, so. Uh, the concert's in June. I bought the tickets last night. The only tickets that were left that were next to each other, because I'm getting one for Christina as well, are like clear up and the nosebleeds. So it's, it's going to be a good experience no matter where you're sitting, because, I mean, it's built. It's not like... After going to the Pinnacle Bank Arena for Red Hot Chili Peppers, concerts at the Tyson Event Center are going to suck. Mm-hmm. Because you've been you've been to concerts there. They're just, it's not acoustically it's not built for concerts. No, it's like built, it's built for sporting events and not concerts. It's, which it's loud, but it's really <clears throat> muffled because there's just so much just 
flat yeah. metal. Like the best place to be to hear good sound is either in the way back, in, like in front of the stage, but way back, or directly in the middle of everything. Yeah, because there's so much reverb. And if you're standing right in front of the speakers, you're not hearing anything. No, and which is the same for like outdoor concerts. But I've I was at a concert in Minneapolis once, and um, it was in like a, a a stadium, not an auditorium. It was in a stadium, and it was. Can you still hear me? Because I've been yeah. I'm like all over the place. No, with you're this mic. You're good. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> like we were right up into the speakers. Or next to in the speakers. <laughs> I was in the speaker. I'm sorry. Man. I'm like I'm like Steve's not here, man. <laughs> Dave's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought of that. <laughs> Both ends fired. So he's wearing terror. <laughs> I guess not if you're fucking doing it both. But anyways, so um, we were right in front of the speakers, and it, I mean, you could hear it coming back at you, which. I mean, then you get like the full sound, yeah. whereas in uh, the Tyson Center, it's like it's projected out and out, like it doesn't out and at an angle. Yeah, it it just doesn't come back. No, and, and you don't get the sound. And well, you like don't get when the when they do sound check, they'll hit like they'll hit the thing, and you can hear it like reverb back yeah. and forth from the back to the front to the back and to the forth, and it sounds like shit. Yeah, and it's it's weird because. Um, I've been to concerts like uh shit. Um Avenged Sevenfold when they came we were up front. Yeah. And uh w- when they were playing like the music wasn't matching up with the band. Oh because of the reverb. And because of the reverb because yeah. the speakers were pushing it out but by the time you actually heard it it was like a millisecond off and it was just I see and I have a reason for that. Because I have an audio engineering degree. I know the reasoning, <laughs> but these motherfuckers probably don't. All right. So when you go to a rock concert or any live concert, you have the huge, tall stacks of speakers on the left and right. Those are called line array speakers. Those speakers are set up so they project straight out. They don't go to the left or to the right. They go straight out. And you can actually go in and delay from the bottom to the top so that it hits the crowd at the exact same time, depending on how far out or how close it is. But when you're in a crappy acoustically trained place, it pushes that straight out, not to center or anything. And it bounces back and just keeps going like that. Yeah. So if you pay attention, a lot of times on stages, they'll have like smaller speakers on the front of the stage to project straight out to the people who are in front that Mm -hmm. can't, Really hear the stuff on the sides, but yeah. So there you go. There you go. All right, <laughs> Mike Zabzik. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's something else. I was gonna say something. I tell you. Oh no, that's why like the WWE likes to come to Sioux City now is because you know they put that mic underneath of the the band yeah. so it could echo. <laughs> They don't need. They don't need that mic microphone for the Tyson Center. <laughs> yeah, and if you noticed. That, like, when you're at a hockey game or something like that, if someone's, like, down on the ice with a microphone trying to talk, you can't hear them at all. Yeah. That's just because, yeah. (laughs) They, City should have done a lot better job when they built the Tyson Center. Yeah. 
because they're talking about redoing the Tyson Center to put more seats in, but mm. you really can't. See, I heard that they, they're talking about getting rid of the old auditorium. And, That'd be sad. Yeah, and building on and making it like a... Like a, a, a they're supposed to be, what I heard is like expanding the entire uh, area so that that the arena is centered yeah in the building and you don't have like a whole other section off to one side that kind of like the coliseum yeah is is kind of how they they want to build it kind of more like a stadium here's i was glad when they saved the audit, the old auditorium cuz anyone that's not from city doesn't know there's an old auditorium it's a big like brick building pretty beautiful yeah it's an old beautiful yeah, it's very artistic artistic and when they built the new auditorium the tyson event center they like built the tyson center out of one of the corners branching off from the old auditorium so they're like they're connected and in one so just it's kind of like a neat thing they did to you know tie it all together and I'd be really sad if they tore the old one down just because that was the first place I ever went to a concert. I was in fourth grade. My dad took me to see Rob Zombie. No shit. Yeah. Nice. First first concert besides <laughs> Saturday. I, I went to Saturday in the park and stuff like that. But my first arena concert was in fourth, fourth or fifth grade. I want to say it's fourth. Yeah, fourth. <laughs> and yeah, I went to go see Rob Zombie. See, my very that first. Was, that's always been my like my benchmark. So like. All right, was it as good as what I kind of remember from that concert? <laughs> My very first concert was, I think I was a freshman. I was either in eighth grade or I was a freshman in high school. And and I'm not I'm not talking about like shows, like yeah. local shows. No, your first live, live huge like, stadium, the yeah. stadium concert. Yeah, it was the Blue Man Group. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was oh, a yeah. really good show. I enjoyed it. But we went, see, we did that and then... The very next night, I did Harlem Globetrotters, and then two nights later, I went to uh, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like bam, bam, bam. Yeah, because there's I have so many memories of the old building, all the hockey games I used to go to yeah. back in. See, I only I I don't ever remember going to a hockey game at the old uh, auditorium, but I remember the circuses because <laughs> we circuses? always had like the shittiest seats. <laughs> <laughs> which isn't saying much because those seats aren't the greatest <laughs> no and they they still have all the old stadium seats like that surround the outside of where like the those old plastic motherfuckers <laughs> yeah oh dude and like that place I, the, when i was younger that place seemed so huge yeah i'm gonna go ahead and pause it okay <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cody just came back from the bathroom, and <laughs> what's your Maxwell impersonation again? I got I'm sorry, I love Maxwell to death. I really do, but <laughs> I know that is so far off from what he actually sounds like. I got If this ever gets back to Maxwell, just know, man. I love you. We love you. But 
<laughs> there's no butt. We love you. <laughs> yeah, there's no butt. Anyways, I, just, I was just trying to have fun. Back to the <laughs> That's Tyson. <my> butt. <laughs> I'll show you my butt, motherfucker. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> we took a huge Turn. tangent. We took a all right for those. Cody went to the bathroom. The scenes, yeah, we took a little break. We paused the episode for a second, and as soon as I got back in here, all fucking broke loose. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, going back to the old uh, auditorium. So they still have all the the plastic seating. No, but the thing I loved about the hockey games. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> you look like Popeye. You look like Robin Williams. <laughs> Your jaw was all like ascended outward, <laughs> trying not to laugh, and your eyes are just like that. <laughs> I took a picture and I'm posting it to Twitter right now. <laughs> <laughs> us in podcast and drinking does not mix well we've only had two beers i know we just had to stand up for a second and get the fucking blood flowing <laughs> <laughs> oh crap man <laughs> i want to see it before you post it <laughs> you look like popeye what the fuck uh so um Fuck it. This is being deleted. <laughs> no, it's not. This is staying. <laughs> the, all the dead air? No, oh, no, the dead air, no. But <laughs> Even me talking about it being deleted is not going to be deleted? No, it's not. Do I ever do that? <laughs> True. You fuck, only go through... Fuck everything else we were talking about before. Let's just go. Let's just free flow this shit. Come on. <laughs> fuck the event center. <laughs> fuck them. What were you even talking about anyway? We were talking stupid shit that no one ever needs to listen to. None of this. None of this. Everything I've, everything up until this point should be fucking deleted. And we should just... No. Why are we doing this? Why are we even doing this? <laughs> we are back with power sucker dicks. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> good times, good times, Darth Vader. <laughs> Here. Don't don't delete it or do anything. <laughs> you look like Poppy. You look like Popeye. Maybe if I shaved. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! And I put details in why at Cody Harder looks like Robin Williams as Popeye to come on the next episode. <laughs> Tweet. <laughs> no. So yeah. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those episodes. <laughs> we finally, okay. all right. Um, so uh, <laughs> we broke into this. Broke thing. into us. Fifty minutes in. <laughs> We're Hello, to welcome to the basement dwellers. We seriously threw like. The entire episode so far. You like, got that, <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
<laughs> no, seriously, the entire episode we were talking like no, no, the stuff about your the stuff about Violet that's important. Everything else after that, stupid bullshit. No. no one needs to know about me going to see Red Hot Chili Peppers. No one needs to know about me getting tickets for Nick Cave or me crying over Carrie Fisher or Carrie Fisher or me fucking going on boringly for however fucking many minutes about. <laughs> Tyson Event Center in the seats in the old auditorium. No one gives a fuck. Hey, if you made it this far, congratulations. Because <laughs> this is where it gets good. I am sorry for the torture. Everybody fucking shut up as soon as I start talking about my daughter. <laughs> I didn't even make it in. <laughs> they were like, fuck this guy. We don't care. We don't. He's just showing up in this. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I got Turtle Beach headphones. <laughs> More stupid shit. No one wants to get headphones. <laughs> Marshall, <laughs> we need your help. We can shut up. <laughs> oh shit! Anyways, I didn't even get to finish me talking about my fucking uh, webcam <laughs> and getting the room set up. Eventually, I want to put my webcam because he started talking about the shells being black and then the whole. All of the stuff on there. No. So eventually, I want to put a webcam up on this shelf and kind of do how Mike and Ming have been doing and broadcasting live on uh, Twitch. So all two people that make it this fucking far <laughs> can actually fucking be entertained. Oh, shit. Oh, crap. See what happens when you go to the bathroom. Yeah, well, like I said, all we needed to do was stand up and the fucking blood flows straight to the brain. (laughs) Or in this case, the alcohol. (laughs) All two beers. Dude, I don't drink much. I only drink when you're around. Yeah. That makes me an enabler. But I'm not an alcoholic, man. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not really enabling. You're just giving me an excuse. Yeah. What? You're enabling. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess if you're enabling me, yeah, I guess I'll enable you. Um, vape life, I guess I don't know. Fuck vape it. <laughs> but no, uh, um, no. What are you gonna say? I can't fucking. Re- oh, one thing about Red Hot Chili Peppers, I'm never gonna, never going to complain about the prices of drinks at the Tyson Center for 24 ounce beer, ten bucks. <sighs> yeah, fuck that. I bet like. Oh, 10 bucks for fuck that. Fuck that. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, it's not much better on our end. I mean, eight bucks, but that two extra dollars, holy shit. Yeah. Right? Fuck. That, those two dollars <laughs> add up. Yeah, they do. <laughs> when you're about when you're about four or five D per person, those two bucks turn into well, another. That makes it easier though, because when you get two beers at the Tyson at sixteen dollars, and you hand them a twenty, and you get four, four bucks back, back yeah. what are you gonna do? Well, I got four dollars. Can't buy anything else with that. <laughs> <laughs> at least you buy two beers there. You'd be like, here's twenty dollars. Oh, look, no change. 
Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena, though, does have <clears> red <throat> Fairbury brand hot dogs. Oh. Have you ever had a red hot dog before? Yes. Yeah. Only okay. in Nebraska you get the fucking red ones. Because, yeah, Husker pride, bitch. Fuck Huskers. Hey, how, how, what, how did Iowa do in their bowl game? How did Nebraska do in theirs? <laughs> <laughs> we had a better score, though. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> a loss is a loss. <laughs> Y'all lost. We lost. We both suck. Big Ten sucks. <laughs> no, no, honestly, what was the score of Iowa? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> it was like, I was pissed. They got like three points, I think. No, I think I they, thought it was they six. Did, they, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So they Hold didn't. On, let they, me check real quick. They didn't break single digits. No, hey, I know that. They, hey, they fucking. They could be like the Colorado Avalanche. Well, <laughs> to be completely fair, Iowa never shows up for bowl games. Yeah, last never. Year the, the last same. two bowl, the last three bowl games they were in, they fucking sucked. They didn't do shit. And more shit, no one cares about. Yeah, but they did. They had a. <laughs> Hey, oh, this is just free. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck you. It's free. <laughs> We're getting ink militant. <laughs> you shouldn't listen to us at all. Don't say that. <laughs> no, you should listen to us because of this shit. Why? Because of this shit. <laughs> I want to be famous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't listen to this. <laughs> Should we go ahead and end the episode here and attempt to record another one? Sure. All right. So <laughs> that one's gonna be shit. <laughs> but I feel like if we continue on with this, they get another. You know what I mean? Oh shit! <laughs> what? I forgot. What? Florida thirty, Iowa three. <laughs> I told you. I fucking told you it was only three. <laughs> I forgot about that shit. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. Dude, but they had a fucking great season. Uh, It might not be their uh, previous season where they went undefeated and fucking sucked in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) God, that pissed me off. That seriously pissed me off because they played fucking phenomenal last year. I don't care what the haters say. Last year's undefeated season was... Obviously, the best season the Hawkeyes ever had. Because <laughs> they ran on the field. All right. So, fuck it. This has been Gregory Gill. <laughs> this is Cody Harder. <laughs> this has been the Basement Dwellers. Fuck off. Bye-bye.